To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. News Talk ZB, Weekend Collective with Tim Rongsper and Tim Beveridge at 14 minutes to four. And uh, let's talk the FBI search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago property now for Politics Central. This was earlier this month, and it continues to cause pretty major shockwaves. Now even more so, this is with the U.S. Justice Department's releasing of the affidavit, the redacted affidavit, for the Mar-a-Lago search warrant. So while it was redacted, the damage to the former president is immense. To explain more now is uh, Paul Buchanan and Dr. Paul Buchanan, former intelligence and defense policy analyst and consultant to U.S. government security agencies. Always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. So, Paul, what do we know about the the, the affidavit that was relied upon for the search of uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago? What do we know about uh, what it said? Well, it said that he is suspected of unlawfully taking classified information out of secure sites, obstructing justice when the National Archive went after those documents uh, over the course of two years now. And the worst uh, suspicion is that he committed an act of espionage uh, and possibly more acts of espionage. And the, the Espionage Act basically specifies that you have information that is injurious to the national security interests of the United States, and you're prepared to give it to an adversary. Jeez. So that's the, that's the heaviest of the charges. But this goes beyond that, mm. because in the affidavit, they identify the classified documents that were taken as confidential, secret, and top secret. We'll leave aside the first two, because that, those are minor classifications. They redacted the really serious stuff, which is secret compartmentalized information, and then the creme de la creme, special access programs. Reports are that he had those type of documents in his possession. There is no legitimate reason whatsoever for him to have taken them out of the White House. In fact, when he reviews such documents, he's supposed to be in a room with other people so that they cannot be purloined. So this is this is turning into uh, it, it's almost like a John Le Carre novel, mm. in the sense that it involves potential acts of treason. And uh, if you want to get into it, the consequences so far uh, may be worse than we think. What what were the special access things you were referring to? Is that to do with human intelligence and who who else, who the spies are and really sensitive stuff like that? Or can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, I can. And uh, and yes, it does, but it includes other things. Let me preface this by saying that I held a top secret SCI, secret compartmentalized information clearance, during my days with the intelligence community and the Defense Department in the U.S. To get those clearances, I underwent multiple polygraphs, very intrusive personal background uh, uh, checks, including my childhood in Argentina, uh, as well as everything in between. Um, it's a very serious process. And as you go up the information chain, uh, things become what is known as siloed. That is, you don't get to see the whole picture. You just get to see pieces of the overall puzzle that you have some, some expertise in. The people who get to see the big picture are the president, uh, but normally high-level CIA, DIA, NSA managers who themselves have been field agents at one point in their careers. Well, 
the uh, secret compartmentalized information, as I say, is siloed information, and it involves methods, operations, that sort of thing. Uh, special access programs are the ultimate in sensitive information. That involves covert agents, uh, foreign officials who may be on the U.S. payroll. It is serious as it can get. And this is the problem. The president doesn't need to know the names of covert operatives. In fact, the less people who know, the better it is for that operative, because that operative is is, is working at the risk of their lives. Right. Yeah. So, so, Paul, I've, I've seen that people who work for the NSA who have done far less than this have been jailed for several years. Um, for example, uh, there's someone, Harold Martin, NSA employee, pled guilty to willful retention of classified national defense information in 2019. He got nine years in jail. What's likely to happen to the former president? Well, it... It depends on what he's indicted for, because, again, this is getting a lot more serious. But also, let's think of this. There, is, there are credible reports that he had in his possession the payroll records of covert agents. That, that's almost un- unbelievable. Yeah. If that's the case, and so far no one's disproven it, uh, and the FBI has not come out and said otherwise, that means someone in the CIA payroll department took the names of covert agents, placed it on a data sheet or on a flash drive, took it out of the Langley building and gave it to yeah. someone in Trump's entourage, wow. and it wound up in his private quarters in Mar-a-Lago. There are credible reports that there were handwritten notations in Trump's handwriting along mm-hmm. the names of some of these covert agents. And here's the kicker. Just in the last 24 hours, there have been reports that over the past two years since he left office, several of those agents, undercover covert agents, have been killed or imprisoned in foreign theaters. If that happened, someone died as a result of Trump's behavior. This is treason, and it's a capital crime. The death penalty is so... We're, we're moving way beyond low-level espionage. We're moving into, uh, you know, the, the core of, of national security. And I have a feeling yeah. that regardless of what happens to Trump and his entourage, because, again, this, if all of this is true. Yeah. This is a criminal conspiracy of a magnitude we've never seen before, right before the midterm elections that the Republicans otherwise would have won. This, mm. could, fracture, this could fracture the uh, Republican Party between well, national security conservatives and then the MAGA crowd. We really appreciate your insight as always. Dr. Paul Buchanan, former intelligence and defence policy analyst in the States at 7 Minutes. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.